Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Inside the Gamecocks, the show with Phil Mullinax and J.C. Sherbert. So how many of you would say you speak English fairly well, but with some difficulty? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. You play to win the game. Now, let's take it away, J.C. and Phil. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Inside the Game, guys. The show. I'm J.C. Sherbert. He's Phil Mullinax. I've got Morning. a new jacket on. Look, look at my jacket. Oh, you did? It did get a North Face jacket. I got a North Face. I figured Sherbert. I'd wear it. It's cold. It's a little cold here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> today cold and miserable and rainy it's just a miserable experience um but anyway good to be with you guys today uh got a nice show show's going to be guest free today so it's just going to be interaction with the nana sports chat box i help consulting mailbag people on twitter well, till noon oh hail, i forgot i forgot yeah. Uh, yeah. Shoot, i forgot yeah your request you guys requested requested it uh yesterday to get Hale McGranahan on at noon to preview the recruiting weekend. Uh, and so hail yes to all of that on a Friday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so uh, not much news yesterday. Uh, Trey John Jeffcoat still kind of a, uh, a thing, I guess. <laughs> Last I heard they were really trying uh, to get him. I saw a question about Dylan Johnson in the Nana Sports chat box again trying uh cam pringle uh unnecessary angst and consternation out there on gamecock twitter and message boards about him um in my opinion unnecessary like i said I, i've told the story many times i've learned never go full 100 percent in recruiting until it's yeah. done uh, but i feel pretty good about the gamecocks chances as do i uh feel about this 2024 class right now i, I think the key is going to be phil and we'll talk to hill about this later uh, a little bit is you start, uh, you know, building them up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then you, uh, uh, the class up, right? And then <laughs> you got to hold on to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's the thing, especially when you got some out of state guys and all that good stuff. And make no mistake about it, Cam Pringle commits to South Carolina, but they're not, Georgia's not quit recruiting him. Uh, neither is uh, are the other schools that are in it, but the Gamecocks feel pretty good about that. Um, and the guys that are silent commits right now, I can assure you the rest of the SEC, uh, maybe not Georgia, uh, are going to um, not give up. Don't give up because you have friends. Man, that's the saddest. That's one of the saddest. Peter Gabriel has a lot of sad songs. Don't give up is a very sad song. Yes, you ever no listen doubt. to it? It's about a man that loses his job and his family's rallying around him. And you like, if you really dig into the lyrics of that song, it's 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 heartbreaking. And and the and the, the female vote, don't give up. You still have us. 
<laughs> We're proud of who you are. I'm like, man, he's going to make me choke up right here on a Friday, Phil. That's not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of the big news items kicking around. Uh, frankly, after talking to Jamie Bradford this week and talking a little to John Whittle and uh, sort of going through the Carolina Rise uh, NIL deals with baseball, because we, j- we just announced another with Evan Stone. Um, and don't worry, you guys that have given that said just give this to football, the money. Baseball is a very low-dollar NIL situation. Uh, baseball, these kids are on 11. They have 11.7 scholarships they have to divvy up. Most of these kids want, like, book money, beer money, rent money, whatever. Uh, so it's nothing compared to football and basketball. So don't be like, don't be going spending my money on that. No, I'm a good steward of your money. and Trust me. <laughs> I know what to do. But So you can take care of a lot of baseball players for a little amount of money. Uh, and, and so I'm getting a little fired up about baseball. I, I don't know mm-hmm. why. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm not uh, thinking about it the right way. Uh, but you know, Carolina Rise alone, Braylon Wimmer is going to be the starting short shop shortstop, potential three hole. Noah Hall, Saturday starter. Ricky Williams is a 192nd ranked major league draft prospect. Evan Stone is going to start in center field. Could be the leadoff guy. Roman Kimball came in from Notre Dame. He's got an NIL deal with us. Suffered an injury. Uh, and, he, you know, Roman Kimball's an artist, too, guys. He a he, uh, really good pitcher. Uh, but he's back next year. He's pushing for a weekend rotation spot before he got hurt. Dylan Brewer, starting right fielder, could be the leadoff guy. Jack Mahoney, who's from Illinois, Chicagoland. I call him the beef sandwich fireballer. <laughs> beef sandwich. Uh, you know, and, and he, he – uh, if, if I'm thinking of, that this is the – because, you know, baseball, I'm just a fan. I don't keep up with it. But I'm thinking one day Mahoney got in a game a couple of years ago uh, and first couple of pitches right down the middle. <laughs> uh, it was like Wild Thing from uh, from Major League, Charlie Sheen. Uh, because the net, the third pitch on 2 2 it was high and inside, and I literally thought he was going to kill the guy. I was like, I'm so glad that that, that, that dude ducked. Because I mean, it went. I think it went to the backstop and went boom. <laughs> but, but, but Mahoney's going to be the Sunday starter or closer, 185th draft prospect. Matthew Becker's a top sophomore arm. Kate Austin, who also has his own gear. Uh, I kind of like the Kate Austin gear, quite frankly. I think I think he and the I may I may get some baseball player gear. Uh, freshman All American, fourth in the SEC and ERA, and could be the closer. So that's what nine guys or so. Uh, that you guys that are members of Carolina Rise have helped. Um, and, and like I said, you know, those of you that are out there, oh, don't spend my money on baseball because you're mad at people, mad at Kingston or whatever, uh, you know, I, don't worry about it. I mean, trust me, we got this. And there's not, you know, this is this is sort of standard. And I hope and, and pray that we grow Carolina Rise even more to where we can do even more with baseball because that's kind of low-hanging fruit when you're talking about NIL and recruiting. And you could you could be you can go be the New York Yankees for uh, Oakland A's an Oakland A's budget. How about that? <laughs> and play a little money ball there. So uh, I'm sort of I'm sort of fired up about that. Uh, some baseball coming up. Of course, none of the matchups except Clemson are very compelling until they get to SEC play. Right. Uh, and I think I think that's by design. You know, UMass Lowell, Presbyterian, at Bethune Cookman's, Queens College is on, rotating on the schedule. They're like, nah, we're not going to play uh, NC State no. this year. 
Yeah, screw that Queens Texas College. series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out with Texas, in with Queens. Right? Queens College. <laughs> Also, I think Queens College is in Charlotte. I don't. I don't think that's from like actual Queens, like like coming to America, Queens. Mm-hmm. Hello, good morning, my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nanosports chat box is bumping as always. Craiger says anxious to hear the big news coming on the show. We have news about the show today, but it's not the big news. Uh, some of you ask about gear, Big Spur T-shirts, Big Spur stickers, uh, whatnot. Uh, I have the Carolina Rise gear, and uh, I move. We moved the Carolina Rise site uh, to where it's all one. It was the Carolina Rise members' site, so we put skin on it, I guess, and did it that way. I'm an idiot when it comes to stuff like that, and a guy helped me out and made the Carolina Rise operation a little more. But I still had that GoDaddy store site, right? So I changed mm-hmm. it into inside the Gamecocks the store. Uh, and, and what we're going to have there, we're going to have highlights from the show, we're going to have gear, and then we're going to have uh, over and above. You know, promotion of our great sponsors like Express Sunrooms, McKellar Enterprises, I Help Consulting, Heritage Digital, Nana's Porch, Sydney Searfoss, uh, anybody else that comes in in the future. That's not the big news, though. There is bigger news to come, and I'm not, referencing, come. Yeah. I'm not referencing Barbara, and I think you guys are going to like it. I have, a, I have my fingers crossed you guys are going to like it. Maybe Something love it. I don't me. know. Yeah. Something, Something tells me that especially you <laughs> chat boxers are really going to love it. Um, KFC says, are we getting the running back from Mississippi State? I don't know. And, and, and like I said, that's that's come down to more of a not an NIL deal so much. And I talked about this yesterday as, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, and, and Craiger mentions Hat Washington said, and he told Phil Kornblut, he has to come through with his parent for his parents to get him. I kind of know what that is, and I'll just say this. It's a long way from Greenville, Mississippi to Seattle and all of the Pac-12 road trips you have to take. Um, so that's probably what that's about. So it's not about necessarily NIL, but it is about kind of other NIL perks, I guess, or something like that. I guess it was doing that. John Wick says, the Nanosports chat box is busting. Uh, Clint says, the big news for me is Metallica released another single from their upcoming album. I got to call oh. Jamie. I heard from, from my friend Jamie all week. He's a huge Metallica fan. Yeah. Metallica in Reedville, South Carolina. It was like, Reedville, Metallica. <laughs> um, but I, I bet those sing- that single came out and he's just been going, repeat. <laughs> Tony says, good morning, JC and Phil. Go Gamecock Nation. Amen. Uh, Craiger says, I requested that hail for my last post yesterday. Thanks. No problem, Craiger. We obviously take special care of the Craiger here. Right. Uh, Twisted Rooster says, JC's wearing North Face, and I'm down here in Southwest Florida searching for a tank top today. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm I getting, hate you. getting a little warm up here in the bonus room this morning. <laughs> Is it January? <laughs> Sonner says, good morning. Wick comes back. There, fun fact, there's a company that briefly made the South butt jackets. Cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, when does the news about the show drop? I don't know. I have to discuss it with my partner. And other people. So, Joby says, JC and Phil, big fan of the show, would like to know if my sources are reliable. Have one of you ever locked yourself on your balcony? Thanks, guys. I don't know who you are, Joe. 
<laughs> well, the answer is the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is absolutely I'd appreciate yes. It if you stayed out of my personal affairs, <laughs> yeah, I'd appreciate it if you stayed out of my personal affairs. All right, so let's hit an early break here because we got to get ready for for hail at the top. More Nana Sports chat box coming up on the other side. Uh, don't forget the show is sponsored by Express Sunrooms of Columbia, and Phil will tell you who's sponsoring the first hour right after these messages. Golfers and wannabe golfers, former Gamecock golfer Meredith Taylor is now a full-time golf instructor in the Midlands of South Carolina. In-person golf lessons are held at the Country Club of Lexington. Half hour, hour, on course nine or 18 holes. And if you're outside of South Carolina, Meredith conducts virtual lessons. Just send in your golf swing for analysis. Gift cards are available for in-person one-hour lessons. Connect on Twitter at Mayor Taylor and find her online at McKellarEnterprises.org. Her email is on the website. Schedule your next lesson today with Meredith Taylor, former Gamecock golfer. Gamecock Nation, do you need a place to stay for the big game? Many hotel booking engines keep all the commissions, but at Fan Plans, you support inside the Gamecocks, still earn your hotel loyalty points, and you receive an email with direct confirmation from the hotel. Whether you are visiting Columbia to cheer on Carolina or hitting the road to follow the team, get in the stands with Fan Plans. This is Coach O. Now back to the show. Go Tigers. In the soul. Welcome back, everybody, to Inside the Gamecocks, the show. The show is brought to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber and his team a call down in Columbia, 803-446-4662, to set up a no-obligation consultation about an uh, outdoor retreat, potentially, for your backyard. And the first hour of the show is brought to you, as always, by Cindy Searfoss and the Coldwell Banker Kane Realty Team here in the upstate. Give Cindy a call, 864-414-5271, for your upstate residential real estate needs. I was just looking at this Kate Austin gear, man. He's got a nice little slick logo. I like these little simple, yeah, uh, you know, uh, initial logos that people are doing. It's kind of like the, the New Age monogram, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah it's like yeah. the mark of the mark of it's your mark i guess yeah uh, like so that. to speak um so joey yeah i don't know who you are but i have locked myself on my balcony so hopefully <laughs> i believe that was in greenville south carolina so uh same balcony which i love to hang out on um one night i accidentally it was, it was real cold actually it was snowing there was snow out there I actually left red outside on the mm. balcony. All of a sudden I heard woof. I'm like, dude, I'm glad I didn't go to bed. <laughs> He'd have been a red sickle. Red sickle. He's got a coat. He's got a coat, you know. Uh Saunders says, Ah, Jeff Fowler, my man. That's right, Jeff Fowler. Uh mm. happy Friday to the clown posse. John from the Pacific Northwest says. Uh Jeff Fowler uh, Miami D B flipped. Yeah, to Colorado. How about that? Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> so uh, John says, sing it, JC. All right, so Bruin Nation, and I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit. Um, what I'm going to do with good Jeff Coat, again, I'm not going to get into the details, but I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to uh, kind of refute, I guess, any kind of misinfo. Um, but, uh, you know, don't, don't play the guessing game, though, because I'll just cut it. I mean, don't, don't sit there and go, is it this? No, and then cross things off on paper. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I know everybody's looking for somebody to somebody individually to blame. 
Um, so I, I, I don't, I don't, I think that's not wise right now. If you want the kid to end up at USC, um, I was just, I, I'm not preaching to you. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't help. Uh, Brune, uh, so Brune says, is it true? Our president's the hold up on Jeff coat. If true, what a joke. No, uh, Aramides. Uh, now look, I'll say this, the buck stops with him. He's the president, right? He answers to the board of trustees. But uh, I can't imagine any of those guys are, you know, <laughs> saying no, no, um, and all that. So Trevor says, do y'all happen to know how to buy tickets to the Carolina Clemson game at Floor Field? Phil, I think you can go on the uh, what's the Greenville the Greenville Drive or they still the Drive? Yeah, uh, their website. Look that up, Phil. And be sure. I, it, even if you up, can't, man. you can get it on Vivid Seats or, or Ticketmaster or something like that. Um. Oh, uh, Jeff Fowler says he's mad at Mark Kingston. <laughs> yeah, I know, my bad, you know. Uh, John says, I still think Mahoney would be a star, will be a star at closer. I think so, too. Uh, they got a lot of options at closer this year. There's not like a guy you look to and go, he's the closer. Uh, but we'll get into that with Bradford and Whittle and all those guys coming up. I- I'll just say I'm a, I'm actually a little, little fire. And maybe it's because men's basketball is just <laughs> – frustratingly in the t- in the tank right now but uh i uh i'll say i'm kind of looking forward to it and and i and it's going to kind of be relaxing because of the schedule so terrible you know they're probably gonna you know get off to a big start right uh and that, that's how T- tanner used to do it you get off to a big start like that and then you could get to 500 in the league you're probably hosting a regional uh clint mentions north carolina a t the baseball powerhouse Nathan says Blue Hose could possibly take them down now. That's true. I think they did last year. Um, Connor says Queens is in Charlotte, really upscale part of town. Uh, John says he didn't know U.S. Lowell, UMass Lowell existed. Lowell, Mass. It's a uh, Jack Kerouac. They have a Jack Kerouac festival. He's a writer. Uh, for those who don't know, every year uh, for that. Cynical says, what's the website for Inside the Show gear? www.insidethegamecocks.com. And Phil got that for you. Yeah, we'll put uh, that Meredith's up there. right there. What's wrong? Um, Connor says, UNC, USC tickets are available for request. Early deadline's March 17th. Yeah, we're about to. I'm about, I'm, I've already got my hooks in the water for that game. Uh, but I had a buddy of mine. He's real, you know, he's, he's what we call bougie. Uh, he's going and he's like, oh, I don't even know if I'd like to go to a game if I don't get to sit in a luxury box. So I'm like, I could maybe arrange that. Oh, <laughs> so uh, I, I'll give him the luxury box tickets and I'll go sit out with the common folk. Right. Mm. But anyway, last time I went to the game in Charlotte, we sat in the upper deck for NC state, had a blast. There was nobody there, you know, in the upper deck. It was spread out, you know. Good right, game. yeah, all the room you want up there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Berg Bob says, you demand, JC. Woo! That's right. For those that don't know that we're asking about the the Ric Flair guy on TBS, that's Berg Bob. Berg Gob. Berg Gob, not Berg Bob, uh, I think. So, there we go. Big Wash says, of course, he was going to flip. He was on Wallow and Gilly's podcast. Joey G says, back, I'm back, but on night shift like a clown. Mm. Hey, get, uh, may I sell some t-shirts, you know, shut the refrigerator, clown. Shut the refrigerator. Clown posse. <laughs> yeah, I, I, 
Garrett says, what is the timeline on the transfer portal window? Is there a chance we get a few more commits before the window closes? Or is it basically who we have? No, you can still get more commits. Um, they, they probably couldn't enroll until March at the earliest. Uh, but it can still happen. Um, Big Watch says this recruiting tool for Colorado. Quantrell talks about Bakari Swain. Um, those of you that follow us on Instagram, at Inside the Gamecocks, I put up a video breakdown of Vicari Swain today. That guy's ascending the rankings. I think on three moved him up like 51 to 50 something in the country. It's going to help his composite. Uh, Quantrell says, I heard Vicari Swain jumped 11 six on brawl jump for perspective. It was better than Julio Jones who jumped 11 three. Are we sure he isn't a wide receiver or even juices compliment next season? Man, it's tempting. I mean, but I'll say this too. If he's a lockdown corner, that could also be valuable. I don't know. I High school film-wise, uh, I kind of agree with Keith and, and a lot of the other folks that when they look at the the high school film, uh, the receiver film's arguably more impressive. But they'll figure it out. I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I do know this. I do know they like their young receivers and they like their young DBs, but they're more of the young DBs than there are receivers. So with that, yeah. who knows? Uh, Clint has some floor field info. The company I work for has a suite at floor field. I'm hoping to get some tickets for that game. Those are nice suites. Very nice suites. Daddy O has a great question. Is the NCAA the governing body for power five college football in five years? Hmm. I hope not. Uh, but, but I'll tell you this, the conferences, they don't want that. They, they would rather, because look, these conferences don't get along, Right. There's all these little rivalries. I mean, even the the bosom butt buddies, who can, can you say butt buddies these days? I'm not going to get canceled for that. Either. Sure, why not? Yeah, butt buddies are fine. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, the Pac-10 and uh, Pac-12 and Big Ten, you know, they're like you know thickest thieves, so to speak. Uh, even they screw, you know. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting in trouble now. Even they like, uh, you know, even the Big Ten put the dagger in them, right? So, so these conferences aren't, I mean, if, if you do it by, I mean, how are they going to determine who the, who the who the decider is, right? And you're talking about rules and everything else. There's there's paranoia. Like everybody in the Big Ten thinks the SEC's been cheating for years. Uh, but then everybody in the SEC knows the Big Ten's just sanctimonious and they're probably pulling the same thing in most spots. Uh, so we'll, uh, you know, do that. Uh, Chris says, good morning, clowns. Good morning, C-Pain. Uh, there's a craft brewery in Charlotte named Ass Clown. I'm not a big craft beer guy because, you know, I'm a, even though I am uh, a hot mess, neck beard, tough guy, right? Oh, neckbeard tough guy. Neckbeard. <laughs> he, he he doesn't have a beard on his neck, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't maybe, appear to go he, all maybe, the way down his neck, Todd. <laughs> Todd, I think that maybe he does need to get the razor a little bit after him. But, well, anyway, I'll take it first down. <laughs> get Bravo for the large Carolina Rise hoodie. Ah, <laughs> thanks, Bravo. And thank you for joining Carolina Rise because now I've put your real name with who you are on the best. <laughs> I don't. Mm -hmm. Folks don't realize I don't have like if you're like 
uh, somebody like if you're so and so, you know, uh, on the message board, the the Carolina Rise database. I mean, it's a completely different company, completely different database, and everything like that. I don't know who you are, uh, which kind of makes me think sometimes because I'm still kind of chippy on the message board sometimes, and I'm like, I kind of mm-hmm. wonder. I'm like, am I being a jerk to somebody that's giving Carolina Rise? a thousand dollars a month. I mean, that's, uh, I probably, yeah, this guy probably like just feels like, you know, Oh man. So that's, that's bad. Clint says, I think Swain would excel at either spot, but I really like him at receiver. That's kind of where I'm leaning. Kind of where I'm leaning. Um, Grady says, good morning. Y'all happy fish fry Friday. Woo. Uh, the VFW here in Lockport, <laughs> Illinois has fish fry uh, Friday, every Friday. And, uh, Nat keeps wanting to get me by there. Um, I- I'll say this. What's funny. Uh, we were, you know, we, 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 put off our wedding until like not this summer, but the next, we just, we had too much to do. Started, you know, started two businesses. Cause this, the, the show is essentially a separate business, even though it's affiliated with the big spur pod or whatever, the big spur.com. Uh, it's more of a loose affiliation. And then, of course, Carolina Rise. Started two businesses this year. Had this big Disney trip that I've now had to reschedule. Had lots of vacations. Um, it just, and then we started late on it because we didn't get engaged until June. Uh, and then this lady was really rude. We, we had a place in Illinois picked out. Nice, you know, triple deck, old, old building with, you know, restaurant kind of deal. And she had it like she didn't want my money. <laughs> 20,000. Hmm. You don't want my money? You don't want my money. Well, we don't have the game. Unless you didn't even want to show me the upstairs. I'm like, look, it ain't that. It's not a Taj Mahal, lady. This is the second marriage. You know? <laughs> show, show me the upstairs. And that was like, show me the upstairs, clown. <laughs> so I told her to get effed, and, and that kind of, you know, so, and then Nat came to the realization of getting married in South Carolina, especially on the coast or in the up or a number of places would be much more beautiful than up here. Uh, and then, and we kind of did some math. Most of our friends, if, if you put it on either side, most of, most of there's larger numbers in South Carolina. So we, we're going to switch to South Carolina and do it next summer. But in the interim, I did check into the VFW in Lockport. They got a big tank out there, right? You know, nice. like a tank and like all this other. You get your pick, your wedding picture taken with the tank. Uh, you know, they Not had right. like, you know, like their menu. I mean, it was like $8 or, you know, what was it? It was like 20 ahead, open bar with, uh, you know, house liquor, all you can drink, uh, Miller Lite. <laughs> and uh, I think there was a, a, an Amstel or something in there, like a, like some sort of wasn't craft beer, sort of nice. No, no, <laughs> uh, now, no, no old style, but uh, you know, and they're like, yeah, napkins and stuff like that. It ended up being like thirty bucks or twenty eight bucks a head, and I was like, this is perfect, you know. Um, then that was a hard no. I'm not getting married at the VFW. <laughs> it's like that'd be cool, and the menu was like beef sandwich, Italian beef, pork chop, Polish sausage, Polish fried sausage. chicken. Fried chicken. Uh, hey, I've been uh-huh. to a wedding at a VFW. They're they're right fun affairs. <laughs> I mean, I thought it'd be rocking. I mean, Phil, you know who I'm friends with, I right? Mean, I mean, you know, you know we would you all, know all just my like, friends. 
That would be amazing. They'd it'd like, be perfect for all of us. <laughs> people, people, these Illinois folks be driving by like, there's a bunch of rednecks in town at the VMW, VFW. Why is that country yeah. music blaring? So uh, this guy, this guy, like, uh, somebody's passed out and like saying, like, hold my Philly cheesesteak when it's really an Italian beef. Oh, but hold my Philly cheesesteak. It's <laughs> Metallica. Anyway, Daddy O says, didn't hear any Big Ten bias yells before the playoff game like they do the SEC. That ended well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, kind of bad for them. Ohio, so, yeah, Ohio State had the talent to hang. I don't, I don't know that Michigan did. Uh, Jafaller says, screw the Big Ten. I agree. Mm-hmm. Garrett says, regarding Bakari Swain, you have to ask, would you rather have a lockdown corner or an average wide, re- wide receiver to or vice versa, depending on what he excels at? Yeah, find where he's best and go. Where is he going to get – his hot reaches reaches ceiling, uh, which is high, I think, on both spots. But um, yeah. and a lot of it has to do with team need too. But what you don't want to do, like with Jam Williams, you know, he had to play corner during the other era, and then safety for a while, which didn't work out. He's just too small. Uh, but they needed guys, you know, they needed Jam. Jam was a freshman All SEC <laughs> back there, but really his highest upside was with the ball in his hands. Um, which is why I didn't, I never understood why he never returned punts, but that's, uh, and Debo did not return punts. You know, uh, for those of you that are like, well, Debo was, well, Debo returned kicks. Brian Edwards returned punts. Well, he wasn't bad. I don't know. Uh, we can remember this about the must champ era later. Uh, daddy O says it's fish fry freaky Friday. Craiger says, can I crash your wedding? Absolutely. Craiger. Wedding crash. Um, That'd be great. Saunders says, if you plan on doing Charleston for your wedding, be prepared to sign away your arm, leg, and firstborn child just to get the venue. I don't know. We're kind of think, thinking Paulie's, maybe. Maybe Edisto. I don't know. Saunders says, jokes aside, there's some really nice places and affordable in Charleston. People just get distracted by places like Loudon's Garden and Magnolia Plantation. Yeah, dude, this is, my, this is our second. Uh, like I said, man, I even came up with another idea up here that she hated. The Ramada Inn. <laughs> the, no, the Ramada. No, this is a, it's Ramada a Ramada. Inn. It's nice. It has a bar with, you know, a nice bar with the velvet cloth top and the Christmas lights around. Old school bar, you know. Nice. You got this guy named Al that comes in every every day about three o'clock, gets off to work, having a few pops before. You know, she he goes home to, to see the wife. I had a job suck today. Give me a beef and an old style. Hey, Al, how are you? And then Al gets pissed off because we're having the way. Who are these people? There's a yeah. bunch of Southerners here. A bunch of, you know, um, their menu was a little iffy. It was just like chicken and chicken. <laughs> chicken two ways. Chicken two ways. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it, it was a good venue. So the Ramada was 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 on the list, and I got I got shot down. Red Roof Inn is next. Is there a Red Roof Inn wedding venue in Charleston? Because because I'm all over. Because we'll be eating. <laughs> Lee says, uh, "Do you think Lenores could work himself into the number two guy? I'm partial because he's a home a homeschool kid." Lee is going to be tough because, you know, Luke Doty's coming back. He's good. Tanner Bailey's good. Uh, Brandon Davis is good. Braden Davis is good. Uh, Colton Gauthier is still there. Uh, he's good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock him. But, uh, man, uh, I, I now, 
I'll say this. If he, he may not be number two next year, but he can be number one in two years. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see him win the job, you know, not and it not take too long. I, and I like that kid that much. I, I've always liked him, but, man, I, I was just, like, blown away by his senior senior stuff. I thought it was an outstanding. Action says, hey, J.C., is South Carolina looking at Dominic Blaylock or A.D. Mitchell? No, it's unlikely, but just asking. I didn't know Blaylock was in the portal. He's probably a guy that's worth a look. I know Carolina liked him out of high school. I love A.D. Mitchell. Probably going somewhere else. Probably somewhere, you know, blue blood or whatever. But uh, those, either one of those two, I think South Carolina would definitely take him. Cartwright says, let's not reminisce about Muschamp. Can we just treat it like the Godfather 3? Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Pull me back in again. <laughs> that was hard. By the way, Francis Ford Coppola's terrible daughter. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. She's nice looking, right? Easy on the eyes, or was then. Uh, Who was it? Sophia? Sophia, Sophia yeah. Coppola. You know, here's another Bill Murray movie with deadpan dialogue I don't like, Lost in Translation. Um, and I love Bill Murray. I don't know. I don't know why that is. But I thought that movie sucked. I thought most of her screenplay sucked. Uh, and her acting in that movie was bad enough. You had Coppola's sister, Talia Shire, in there, who, by the way, you know, only Adrian, Adrian uh, Balboa is probably like the, the only thing she should ever play. She was not that good. I guess she was okay as Connie in The Godfather. But those are her only two roles. And, and, and so you had her overacting in that one. And then you got, you know, little Coppola as the daughter, and she gets killed, and it's just like the most dramatic, like if you were in acting class, you know, here I'm going to pretend to shoot you, okay, you die, death. <laughs> oh, it just so, and she loved her cousin, that was weird. Um, so, yeah, man, yeah, Godfather 3. <laughs> yeah, the must-champ era. <laughs> So is 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 so who is who is Sophia Coppola? Is it T Rob? T Rob, yes. <laughs> Bobby Bentley is Andy Garcia. <laughs> Must chance. All right, Cartwright says all the other Jaws movies. You didn't like Jaws 3D. Anyway. Connor says hotel weddings are underrated. No one has to drive, and it's a nice home base, especially if people traveling travel long distances. Yeah, I, I think that's cool because that's one of the things I was worried about. Daddy says don't tell people about Edisto. That was one of the concerns about Edisto. It was like because we were kind of looking at it, renting a house and having it at the house, but not everybody could stay there. Hotels are either like you rent the four hundred dollar night condo, or you go way twenty miles away. Yeah, so that's the deal there. Payne knows a guy who caters. Oh, you really? You do? You think? <laughs> yeah, and it was a shame because Payne and I, when, when we switched gears to South Carolina, we, we'd already started talking menu. How about how about a little chicken bog, a little shrimp and grits, you know, some, some barbecue, I think. Um, Garrett says, how many quarterbacks do you think we see in the spring game, as many as four or five? Yeah, uh, I think they'll, they'll let a lot of those guys play, 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 play. Craig says, I heard A.D. Mitchell was a huge prima donna. Doesn't seem like a fit. You know, he plays kind of <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. A.D. <laughs> Mitchell's like, the Lord loves A.D. Mitchell. and just was like, no, don't say it. Yeah, that's right. No. Um, no. But no, A.D., and he was hurt. And, and I thought, you know, 
when you watch some of the plays this guy made for Georgia, you're like, he's a weapon, but they don't, you know, they kind of didn't always go to him, you know. Um, so maybe that's the guy there. Uh, Rakeem says, heard Jeff goes in the student section, student system. Maybe he enrolls in the summer. Yeah, he made the student directory before something, before whatever happened. Jeez. Uh, Clint says, Sophia is an awful actress. I agree. Mm. Uh, John, John goes, Nick Cage, best couple of family actor. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to tell you the story. Some yep. of you guys know Ryan Bartow, uh, who's the player personnel guy at Florida State now. He used to be in our business. Uh, have have many of good times and drank many of cold beer with Bartow. All right, so we, we decide a uh, summer of 2014 to go see Guns N' Roses in Vegas. Now, this was before Slash got back in the band. It was just Axel and DJ Ashba and all these guys. Um, but it was great because we got a buddy of mine hooked us up with like seats down or, or standing down at the stage. Uh, and, and so this is my Nick Cage story. Uh, so little did we know, Bartow's favorite comedian is Andrew Dice Clay. And, and, and I'm a fan of, of his old stuff too. So all of a sudden, lights go down. The opening act is Andrew Dice Clay. He comes out there and says, hickory dickory duck. Oh! And I'm like, it just can't get any better than this. You know, mm -hmm. I'm three sheets to the wind. Guns N' Roses is about to play. I could care less if Slash is in the band. I just want to hear the songs. Uh, and then the lights go down. It's like, it can't get any better than this. And all of a sudden, a shadowy figure wearing a bathrobe and carrying a bottle of champagne with sunglasses on rambles out to the mm -hmm. mic. And, and you hear me on the video going, it's Nick Cage, dude. Oh, my God. It's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage. And it was Nick Cage. <laughs> it's like, in the bathroom uh, from in the bathroom. a bottle of champagne. It's Nicholas Cage. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> he of Moonstruck fame. He of Raising Arizona fame. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. And then, yeah, they kicked into It's So Easy. And it was a hell of a show. It, I mean, really... DJ Ashba played guitar a lot like Slash, but anyway, I don't want to get too far off uh, off track. But that's my that's my Nick Cage story. Um, JB says, "Guess that's why she directs now. Not well." Uh, Talia Shire's not a good actor. Agreed. Sophia was the baby in the Godfather scene at the end. Now that was her best role. When her Michael best, settled off, work. when Michael settled all family business, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll say something I'm not proud of one night. Yeah, sometimes you have conflicts with people. And, 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 yeah, I'm the type. I kind of, I don't like it, so I like to settle things. <laughs> well, one night, you know, not too distant past, I had a few drinks, and I was like, I just went off. Like, like one of my friends owes me money. She's bless her heart. You know, I'm not really that mad at her, but I just went off. Another friend owes me money. Another friend owes me some paperwork, uh, business stuff, you know, that, that I'm like, I'm very kind and nice about, but eventually I just blow my lid. I walk in the bedroom. Like she's like, what have you been doing? And I turned on that scene from the Godfather where the, they're having the baby christening with the, I got a, do you believe in John Jesus? And I was, I'm like, tonight I settle off family business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of that, but it's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, because they're talking in Latin and all that. That's a very good scene. But yeah, that's her best acting role ever as the baby in the first Godfather. 
Cartwright says BMAC for sure. If BMAC is who? Joe Piscopo or Joe? Uh, Joe Piscopo. Not Joe Piscopo. <laughs> He's not in that. That'd be awful if Joe Piscopo was. Oh, that's funny. Um, Jared says, if we can get past at least one of Tennessee or Georgia at the beginning of the season, what are the chances we have maybe a one or two loss year? I think this largely depends on personnel and health and injuries. Because, uh, look, you know, you got to go to Kyle Field next year. You don't know what that bunch is going to do. Um, I think they're in good shape, a D coordinator, and I think Bobby Petrino is a good play caller. The issue is he and Jimbo are so similar with their styles of offense that Jimbo's going to be able to jump right back in, and you don't know if he'll meddle. Uh, I don't know how that will work, and you still don't know if they care about winning. But it's still out there. Uh, Neyland is Neyland, you know. Georgia's Georgia. And you got to go to Missouri, which has not been kind. Um, plus, there's the home the home games, you know, Florida, who knows how you match up with Florida or whoever next year. So, but yes, I, I think you got to plug the holes at edge, find the edge, hope you're fresh, do, do whatever you gotta, you gotta hope somebody emerges at running back. And I understand that's a concern right now, but um, I keep going back to like being scared to death about running back going into 2020. Hell, that was the best position on the offense, right? Because uh, Kevin Harris led the SEC in rushing, but also Deshaun Fenwick came out of nowhere and did well. And that was after Lloyd got hurt. Um, so at running back, guys step up at different times. Plus, you know, th- there's all that. So, but yeah, I, those two games are going to be big. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't really know what, I need to look at Georgia's returning personnel. Uh, I know Tennessee's going to have a lot of turnover, but still that style of offense going up there. It's brutal. Uh, but I'll remind everybody, we, ever since uh, 2010, which is over a decade ago, uh, that series has been 3-3-3-3-3-3. Three, 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 three. So it's time for the Gamecocks to win their second in a row in that one. Charles asks, is Pringle a lock? There are no locks. Don't make me say that. No. <laughs> Don't make me say that. But I feel very, very good about the Gamecocks' chances. Clint says Nick Cage is an awful actor. I like some of his movies, but he's terrible. Kind of is the, one of those guys kind of plays the same guy, I guess, over and over. I don't know. I, I enjoy I'm his not the movies. biggest Nick Cage fan. I mean, you know, I love Raising Arizona, obviously. That's a great movie, but, you know. Well, I, I think the type of guys he plays, there's only so many of those characters. And then you have to kind of, I guess... Uh, what is it? Honeymoon in Vegas? That one with that uh, was good. James Caan and uh, yeah, that was a really good one. He did well. He, he was adequate in that. <laughs> Didn't he have one called uh, what was it recently? Like his pet beaver or something got got kidnapped. The beaver is it? The, oh he was like a chef, and his beaver got kidnapped. What? What is it? It was like recent. Uh, I didn't watch. I saw the previews. Uh, the beaver. I don't know. What, what is it? I don't know. Not I was almost beaver. scared to type in Nick Cage and beaver into Google. <laughs> pig. It's pig. It's his pet pig. Mm. His pet pig gets kidnapped and he goes after him. I don't know. I, I need to watch that one day, but uh, I, I'm not. It's called bacon. <laughs> no, it's, uh, bacon's like taken. Like, <laughs> the woke. 
the woke, <laughs> woke. The woke didn't like that movie either. They're like, incel. He's an incel. I'm like, he's a chef that's heartbroken as a pet pig, and he loses it and goes and wants to find his pig. At least that's what I think. I haven't watched the movie. It's called Pig. He's an incel. He's dangerous. No, no, he's not. He's a chef. Um, speaking of Talia, where's the SEC shorts, Talia? Hammer. I don't know the names of those cast members, so I can't comment right now. J- J- Clint goes, JC, do you renounce Satan? Do you know I renounce him. I settled all family business today. Settled all family wow. business. Pig. It's this truffle hunting pig, John says. Yeah, so Macadino podcast in the house. Good morning, Gamecock family. Good morning, my friend. Eight millimeter is way too sketchy for Daddy O. Um, You just have to find the right Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, where he plays himself in a good movie. Also, it was a pig, JC. (laughs) Pig, pig. Everybody's like, pig, pig, pig. Uh, according to 24-7, Blake Frank's projected to Clemson. Yeah, the, the crystal ball's been on Clemson for a while. Um, Game guys have made a run of it. And look, I... I mean, look, I, I think Clemson's not... They're doing everything they can not to lose the guy, right? Because they're not getting Pringle. They're not getting Josiah Thompson. They'll go get somebody. I mean, they always do, but... Uh, Blake Franks is one they don't want to lose. Uh, Action says, JC, did you, did you see that Dylan Stewart got moved up to a high five-star on on three? Where are we with him? Uh, I believe he was either in town last weekend or coming in this weekend. And the Gamecocks, top two. Uh, that's a big defensive end for the DMV. Uh, and, and look, man, this defensive line recruiting, I was thinking about this today. It's been kind of unfortunate. Since about the 2021 class, right? So 2020, you get Taka Hemingway, you get Jordan Birch, you get a lot of guys. I think Gilbert Edmond was in that class. Um, you have guys there like Inigbari and Sterling, and it was, it was a nice deal, right? Well, <laughs> you know, during that transitional year, South Carolina lost Tyrion Ingram Dawkins to Georgia and Justice Boone to Florida during the transition. Well, see, so now you, you move forward and you're looking at it, and it's like, well, you've also lost now Jordan Birch and Gilbert Edmund. So those are like four guys, you know, that uh, in a different time, you know, uh, would have still been at Carolina or at Carolina. Uh, so it's it's a need. Getting Dylan Stewart would be choice. Oh, Jay Sean Barham, who they lost, you know, who flipped back yeah. and forth with Maryland on signing day would have been another guy there. Um, Stacy said his Conair Southern accent was awful. I agreed. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I think Carolina's right there, right there with Dylan, uh, Dylan Stewart, right there. Uh, he's coming in tomorrow. Thank you, Clint. I don't. Have, I didn't take notes again. I didn't take notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Action says, uh, yeah, Macadino says he named Carolina the favorite a couple months ago. Yeah, you just got to stick with him because in, in that area. Uh, you have to worry about the Big Ten schools. You got to worry about Ohio State. You got to worry about Penn State. You also worry about Alabama going up there, uh, although they go kind of less than they did when Lance Thompson was there. Uh, you know, Clemson goes up there. They, Clemson's got a defensive tackle from the or maybe an end or tackle one from the DMV. So uh, there you go. I um, uh, but I think South Carolina's in excellent shape. 
Uh, John says, Mandy was crazy, if you saw that one. If you want to see Nick Cage wade through an army of Satanists with an axe, it's worth 90 minutes of your time. <laughs> Mandy. Mandy. Clint says he got the info from a guy named Hale McGranahan. Hell yeah. You should look into hiring that guy, JC. Yeah. One of the best hires he does I've ever good made. Work. Yeah, I hear he does good work. One of the best <laughs> hires I've ever made. Uh, Action says, do you think, how much do you think Eliza Davis contributes next year? Now, Eliza Davis is interesting because there's, there, there's a height and weight. I think it's on Carolina's official site. 6'3", 262. So this kid had never been measured coming out of Wagner Sally, and he was six listed at 6'4", 260. Uh, the junior college listed him at like 6'5", 315. If he's 262 or 265 or 270, he could play in, I think. I think he's good enough. That's what he played in high school. Um, so that would probably push him up into the rotation quite a bit. I think if he's 305, 300-something pounds, he can push for uh, a position in the top two. Uh, with, uh, you know, I think Tonka Hemingway and Boogie Huntley would probably be your number one and two guys at tackle. Uh, and then you, it, before Davis, you'd pencil in, you know, uh, TJ Sanders and you pencil in Nick Barrett. Uh, and then there's a group of them that redshirted this past year, uh, Demetrius Watson, all those guys, uh, DeAndre Martin. So I don't know who would be behind them. And then Davis would fit in somewhere like that. But if he's an end, heck, even better. But I, I don't know that that that, that the, the weight listing on him is sort of weird. All right, got to get another break in. Uh, we'll, cut, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More chat box, and then we have Hale McGranahan coming in to talk about uh, the weather, right? The weather. Yeah. We'll be back after this. Hey man, are you sick and tired of your business computer guy? Yes, he takes forever to call me back and doesn't always respond to the requests. Yeah, same here. I'm paying him good money. I constantly have issues, and I'm worried he's not backing up my network and securing it properly. You know what, Phil? Let's ask Stone Blanton. Hey, JC and Phil, if you want a solution to your IT problems, give Heritage Digital a call. Our boy Matt Odom has a low-cost, one-price solution that will get you running right. Call 843-699-1001 or heritagedigital.com and ask for Matt. He will hook you up today and tell them Stone City. If you're looking to sell or buy multifamily property right here in South Carolina, the Burgesson team of Remax at the Lake can help you get to closing fast and easy. Adam and Derek Burgesson both are very proud Gamecocks and are more than happy to assist you with any of your commercial real estate needs all across the state. You can email Adam at aburgesson at remax.net. That's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at remax.net to get your next deal underway. The Burgesson team, proud sponsors of Inside the Gamecocks. Family vacations, a new car, a new boat, all cost money, but you don't necessarily have to make more to afford any of that if you can save cash that's flying out the window now. iHelp Consulting can help you finally get the kids to Disney World, upgrade the minivan, or drop that new boat in the water next summer. Let Daniel and iHelp Consulting consult with you. No fees, just savings. You pay them a percentage of those savings. Save on essential services, credit card fees, you name it. Let them find it. These folks are incredible. iHelpConsulting.com. How can I help you? This is Fresh and All-American, Nicky Memorial of the Carolina Gamecocks, and you are listening to the show with JC and Phil.
welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks of the show, everybody. The show is presented to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John and his team a call, 803-446-4662, to discuss a potential patio or porch enclosure. Still enough time to get that started and finished before the summertime. First hour of the show, forgot, almost. Cindy Searfoss, give Cindy a call. Lots of our listeners have already given Cindy a call and have been impressed with the way she handles her business. For all your residential real estate needs here in the upstate, 864-414-5271. Welcome back. It's at the Game Pass Show. Nana's Porch Chat Box rolls on. Uh want to thank Ja'Kai Moore. Uh he signed an NIL deal with Carolina Rise. Uh, he, he's really good at promoting stuff on his Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Express Sunrooms, uh, Jalen Nichols will be uh, promoting them today on Instagram. And then, uh, shoot, who do we have? We had uh, from McKellar, from Meredith. It was, um, shoot, I saw it. I had it right here. Uh, no, Jalen had Meredith, and Vershawn has Express Sunrooms. So there we go. Yeah. There we go. So, oh, um, quick update: Meredith's got uh, gift certificates for Valentine's Day for your oh yeah yeah who likes to golf. So, so yeah. if you love if your loved one can't golf and wants help, to, <laughs> that wants to wants to do it, I think I need some stuff like that. But anyway, my daughter uh, wanted. Well, she started talking about golf the other day. JC, just like you know, our eldest. She was like, oh, I think I, what if maybe we could go play some golf. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't know how, but. I know somebody who could teach us how. <laughs> so, so, so Stella wants to play golf? Uh, yeah, said, yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, yeah, Stella, yeah, awesome. yeah, she was interested. No, no, it was Allie, it was Allie. Which was Allie, youngest, youngest. I youngest. mean, yeah, the youngest, yeah, she's Dennis the Menace, so, you know, she wants to do Dennis it all. Dennis the but, Menace. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but then my, nice. my mind went to, I was like, oh, yeah, it'd be great. Oh, yeah, listen, she rolls around this neighborhood with a crew of kids, and, you know, they they formed a little R gang, <laughs> and. I mean, at any given moment, she's at one of our neighbor's houses, you know, just sitting in the garage while one of them's working on their Jeep or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> can't stop That's Allie. She's a force. Love it. <laughs> Allie de Force. Um, Action says, as we finish up Nanosports chat box, don't forget, hail yes, hail McGranahan. McGranahan! McGranahan! Ellen! 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 And that pills, Ellen! Uh, Action says, I saw someone saying they could move Nick E to linebacker to be a hybrid like Isaiah Simmons. That's wishful thinking. Uh, some folks out there um, don't want to insult anybody's opinion. I don't think it's a bad opinion about football and Nick, but was told straight up, he and DQ aren't moving. Um, you know, now, <laughs> if Nick gets to be like naturally 240 pounds, yeah, you got to move him. But uh, I think you can also, if he stays around 225, 230, play him at safety. But then uh, people t- talked about Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, some some packages you can bring him off the edge and do whatever. Um, you can use him a lot but uh, in different ways. But I was told no circumstances are they planning on moving those guys. Um, and, and, look, the defensive staff, if you notice so far, during their short time at Carolina, they're not really big movers. They don't really like to move guys. They really don't. Um, Macadino says, I saw a lot of his film. He does a lot of stand-up rushing. Uh, he said, Tonka's got enough quickness and speed to play edge. 
I'd love to see him setting the edge, depending on how TJ and Barnett develop. You know, Macanino, I was thinking about this today, too. You could all, look, if they don't get Trey John Jeffcoat and they don't get it, and, and Terrell Dawkins and, and Jordan Strong is just kind of so so and doesn't come back, I think they're going to have to do a little bit, play with a little bit more odd front to where, you know, Maybe you do have a zero. I mean, is, is TJ Sanders going to be able to play zero? Nick, you got Sanders and Nick Barrett, and then you got your bigger ends, which would be Tonka and Boogie. Uh, and then on passing downs, you know, the, the younger guys, Montague Rames and, and maybe Umuizulu. Uh, and I was told, look out for Montague. I was told that guy's naturally strong, South Carolina kid, whatever. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see. That's just me speculating. I don't know if it's going to happen. Connor says he'd like to keep Hemingway inside. He's so much quicker than most of the centers and guards he goes up against. He loses a little of that on the edge. I agree. I agree. Uh, Saunders says the fur on JC's hood makes his hair look even crazier. It does, doesn't it? It makes it look have flowing locks. I noticed the uh, the fur there. Just uh, it wasn't even at the beginning of the show. I was like, oh, look at that the fur line. Fancy. Fur's up. First. <laughs> uh, KFC play collegiate golf. Cynical got some gear and had to add the login shirt. Nice. Money. Uh, Marion says, JC, if you know anyone in the military, you can have it on the air base in Beaufort. There's a huge place there on the water. We had our wedding reception there. They'll run you about 300 bucks for two days. Whoa. Me. Man. <laughs> huh. Mm-hmm. I do. I all right. So it may it may be tricky. One of my friend's ex wives' dads is in the military, Buford. I may hit up. I may call in a favor. Uh, Stacy says, "How about the South South Dakota State head coach win a national title and retiring? What a way to end! Go Jackrabbits! That's right. Go that. out on top." <laughs> Maganino says, "Taco was ahead of Birch when he played DN in 2020." I agree. Uh, Meredith says, I got you, Phil. Got you with the golf. Right on. Uh, the famous Lance players is what What up, killers? What up? Bush latte. Uh, Taka had a rep at the end against Notre Dame, but it was so elite, and he showed so much quickness. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm not opposed to that. There's some school of thought maybe, like you run a tall sweep, other guys are trying to get to an edge, the edge he'll be outran. Uh I can buy that. I need to watch it more because I don't. I don't know that that's definite with him because he's such a great athlete. I don't know if it's definite with Boogie either. We can play Boogie in him. Like I said, maybe they maybe they got to. Unlike uh, Lorenzo Ward, who allegedly switched to a three-four defense with absolutely no safeties, no linebackers, <laughs> and two hundred and sixty pound D tackles. Brilliant. Hey, <laughs> man, I like that three-four defense we're running. Carolina may probably has a personnel to do it. And Clayton White's got some odd fronts, things like that, that he runs. So we'll just have to see. Um, and action, uh, I'll, 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 I'll say this right now. The, uh, he wasn't kicked off the team at Mizzou. He was, he's left the team for a short while. He's going to transfer. But I, my understanding is it's not an SEC decision. That, that was like J.C. Jackson had that happen, but it's not the SEC. The hangups all on Carolina's end. All right, we are going to take a break after this. Hail, yes. Hail McGranahan joins us. Uh, talk a little recruiting. Another recruiting weekend. It rolls on right here on the show. 
Just as your State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home, auto, life, or small business insurance with Tony Pope State Farm Insurance today. And guess what you'll get? That's right, even more good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, Tony Pope State Farm is your go-to agent anywhere in South Carolina, North Carolina, or Georgia for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining your home, life, auto, and or small business insurance today. Tony Pope State Farm has been in business for more than 30 years and can handle anything you need in the tri-state area. Once again, Tony Pope State Farm will help you mix and match perfectly. Call 843-851-2222 or visit TonyPope.com today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Walk, walk, easy. He's got a tiger by the tail, he has. He better hang on too. People have spoken. Nana's Porch was voted the third best food truck or trailer by the Charlotte newspaper Public Poll. Also, their pimento cheese mm, took third in a contest exclusively for products made in the state of North Carolina. I will let Noah Hall tell you about the rest. Nana's Porch, Southern Cuisine with an Uptown Twist. If you're in the upstate of South Carolina and are in need of residential real estate services, Cindy Bass Searfoss of Caldwell Banker Kane is for you. Ask her about the village at Creekside, all of her listings in my hometown of Spartanburg, South Carolina, right there on Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a lifelong Gamecock fan. And many of our listeners have already bought homes from her and been 100% satisfied with the detail and care she uses. Cindy Searfoss, 864-414-5271, Caldwell Banker Kane in the upstate for your real estate needs. This is Braylon Wimmer, South Carolina Gamecock Baseball, and you are listening to Inside the Gamecocks, the show with JC and Phil. Go Cox! Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody, presented to you by Express Sunrooms of Columbia. You have John Barber and his team a call down at, I believe they're based out of Lexington, if I remember correctly, but it's 803-446-4662 to talk about some home improvements to your backyard or patio or porch and mention that you heard it here. It'll be $500 off your next project. And in with us now is Hale McGranahan on the McKellar Enterprises guest line. Hale, we got a big recruiting weekend, Junior Day, coming up for the football team. I was thinking, uh, I think we had a similar setup to this last year, did we not? And wanted to know if we had any comparisons of how many of those players from the 2023 class actually landed here at South Carolina kind of, you know, give us a heads up as to what we're looking at coming in tomorrow and potential, you know, percentages of guys we may land out of this one. I know each class is different and circumstances are different, but how successful is something like this, you know, in the grand scheme of things, just to have them back in again and around the other recruits that uh, may already be a bit more solid than some of the other guys? Yeah, I honestly, I I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at at the stuff we were writing last year on the site to see, because I certainly can't remember who, who all was in other than I'm pretty sure Grayson Howard was in because he visited just about every time he could. Uh, I think maybe Jordan Hall, defensive tackle from Jacksonville. Uh, I had a conversation with somebody about him the other day. Well, not really about him, but his name came up and was mentioned in context with last year's junior day. But uh, yeah, 
that that is an interesting question. Maybe I have to dig that up while I'm I'm sitting here with you guys. But uh, pretty standard as far as how they're doing it operationally on a Saturday in conjunction with the basketball game, so they can you know bring bring the team out, have Beamer address the crowd, probably introduce the the mid year guys who who just enrolled like Grayson Howard or Lenore Sellers, some of those other uh, new guys, the transfers. Um, you know, show off the Palmetto Bowl trophy and uh, get folks fired up and, and have, have a bunch of football recruits uh, sitting in the building watching the basketball game and and uh, entertaining them that way. So that will just be one part of the day, obviously. It won't just be having them over at Colonial Life Arena. They'll do, you know, campus tour and, and show them around the facility and meet with coaches and maybe take some guys over to the stadium. Of course, do the photo shoot. That's an obligatory thing for, for visits these days, regardless of when they are. Um, but yeah, it, it, it will be a pretty busy day. And, and again, uh, I, I think I should start trying to dig up to see who else came in for this, this event last year around this time. Cause it's again, usually, you know, a, a mid mid to late January type of deal. So see, obviously a big weekend for, for Carolina recruiting. And of course, Camp Pringle, decision day on Sunday too. So it's not just going to be Saturday with uh, stuff going on that way. Talk with Hale McGranahan, the big Um, so, uh, all right. So Daniel Hill being recruited as a running back. Um, I want to ask you, Wendell Gregory's coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. we had a question earlier about Dylan Stewart from DC uh recently moved up five stars uh Braden lee also a player from that area that's that's really good uh you know i i know i kind of feel good where carolina's at with them hell but, but kind of what's your take yeah daniel hill who's who's been in before this will be i think maybe a second trip to columbia he came down for a game uh mentioned dylan stewart jc is is a probably at the top of the South Carolina's board as far as defensive ends or edge guys. I was listening yesterday, and I know you are kind of laughing about about that terminology, edge, and, and how that's sort of come to be uh, part of the nomenclature. But, uh, yeah, those those two guys are, are at or near the top of the board at their respective positions. Um, Braden Lee is, is another who's from the D.C. area, like Stewart, who's, who's been down before and I think probably pretty high on Torian Gray's board as well. So, um, you, you can look at the whole list at the list of names that, that we've got on the side of guys we're expecting to, to see in Columbia on Saturday and and a lot who are, who are very much that way at or near the top of the board at their respective positions. Like Josiah Thompson at offensive tackle. It's like him and Cam Pringle are one and one A and probably depends who you ask and what day you ask them as to who's who's ahead of the, the other. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of big time guys coming in. Yeah, I, I think that that's uh, gosh. You get those two guys, hell, you know, and then you, you combine them. And I don't know what's going to happen with Nick Harbor, but boy, if you got Harbor and then you got these two guys, I mean, all of a sudden South Carolina becomes uh, a pain in the butt for the other schools that are recruiting the the greater DC area. You know, I, I think uh, I think you can get you know I, I, covering that area for a long time you know I, I think they can get some pretty good players alabama's had good players out of there ohio state etc um so you know your thoughts on the game cast continuing to kind of mine that area I, I think you know right now everybody's kind of so uh edge starved so to speak 
Um, yeah. That, that Stewart's got everybody's attention, but man, that would, uh, he, Braden Lee's a pretty good player too. So, uh, your thoughts about the continued emphasis on that area and the Gamecocks' success? Yeah, the uh, the SEC is not exactly close proximity, you know, regional or geographically. If you look at that on map, I, I think South Carolina's the closest school to that area. Uh, I guess maybe Georgia's sort of neck and neck that way. But uh, yeah, there's there's sort of that that appeal. Playing in the SEC carries a lot of weight for for guys in any part of the country uh that one that one especially uh there, there are some guys who who, who want to come down and, and play play in the best conference in, in college football and and when you look at all the connections that the staff the south carolina staff has up there it makes makes a lot of sense in addition to that stuff it makes sense for for those guys whether it's shane beamer or tory and gray or uh pete limbo or sterling lucas who's gotten involved there in the year or so that he's been on staff so there's there's just a lot a lot of a lot of boxes you can check for South Carolina to where yeah it does make sense and uh, we've talked in the past and I know you guys were talking again yesterday about having to kind of pick and choose where you go like you can only get so many guys out of the state of Georgia because you know Georgia is going to command the best of the best and then Alabama is going to be right there and everybody else in the country is going to be in that state hitting it up and, and recruiting so. Uh, I, I think it makes sense for South Carolina to to identify areas, whether it's the DMV or e- either further up into the Northeast, uh, to where they could go pluck some some really good players. And and like we saw with this 2023 class, uh, they've had some success doing it. So I, I would imagine that's going to continue uh, moving forward. Hell, have you seen Denise White, the kid from Concord? I I've watched his highlights, but it's been a while. I, I can't remember yeah. exactly what my thoughts were about him, but but I know the staff really likes him. I know he's a guy that they would they'd be happy to take you. And I don't know that he's going to, but say he wanted to commit tomorrow, I think they would be very excited to to add him if that was something that that could be in the cards. I I just noticed he's listed six six three ten. I mean, you think that you know is that uh, you think that's legit? That's a big uh, guy. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's if that's quite where he's at. I I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. I I would guess it's probably a little bit inflated, because um, sure. those things typically can be that way, just generally speaking. Um, but yeah, I, I know they're excited about him, and and he's been down a handful of times. He came to I think at least two or three games in the fall, and um, I think they there's I, I could be wrong, so so don't quote me on it. But I, I think there's. Uh, a coach on on the staff up there at the high school that he's either from South Carolina, you know, the Columbia area, or maybe went to school or knows, you know, has some sort of connection to the staff here. So I, I think there's some some kind of you know other factor other other than he just likes likes Carolina and it's pretty close to home and all that. I think I think maybe there's a little bit more uh, working in, in the Gamecocks' favor there with him. But uh, but yeah, I, I, now that you mentioned him, I, I do need to go back and. Uh, rewatch those those highlights and, and uh, form a more updated uh, opinion about him as a player. Uh, Clint from the Nana Sports chat box. Yes, Braden Lee is Desmond Umiazolu's high school teammate. I'm, I'm I'm right about that. Charles Herbert Flowers. Uh, also, the game guys have a walk walk on tight end coming in from that school. Marcus Brown, right? Isn't that his name? Maurice. Maurice. God, it's been a long. I mean, I've, I've had a bad run with names, man. 
Bad run. <laughs> bad run. I, I've been sitting here saying things like, oh, the kid from Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. Man, we'll start I, calling right? him. We'll say dude, bro. Dude, yeah, bro. dude, bro. Dude, bro. <laughs> Five, seven years ago, this time of year, I could sit, I, I do back to back radio all day. Top 100 kids in the country would just roll off my tongue. Not now. Mm. No, lost it. Lost it completely. Mm. Getting too old. Getting too old. Um, so, uh, you mentioned Cam Pringle. Uh, and then I'm going to ask you a Wendell Gregory question. Uh, and about then about Kelvin Hunter, I think. Uh, Cam Pringle, you know, there's some angst and consternation about Kirby Smart visiting him yesterday. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I have said over and over, there are no locks in recruiting. Um, I feel pretty good about the game guy's chances to land him. Now you're going to have to keep him and you're going to have to keep a lot of these other guys that are committed too. if you get off to a hot start, like I think they are, but, uh, I, I feel like the game have done a really good job there. Uh, and I feel like they're the, probably the pretty heavy favorite, uh, to, to get him in the fold on Sunday. What, what say you? Totally agree. I, I don't think there's anything to worry about as far as the, the whole short-term aspect of it all. I I, I do think it's going to be second on the form when, when he makes his, his decision on on Sunday. And, and I like you, JC, I, I do think they're probably going to have to hold on to him as best they can. I, I can't imagine that, especially Kirby Smart, and, and as aggressive as he is on the recruiting trail, I can't imagine he's going to hold up. I can't imagine Billy Napier is going to you know, say, okay, good luck to you, man. We'll, we'll see you. See you next year. Uh, I, I think those guys will probably still keep coming at them. Uh, I, I don't know what Clemson would do. I, I do think that, that they have a, a history of, of kind of moving on. Once, once guys make it clear that, that they're going to particular places, whether it's a Carolina or a Georgia, they, they, they don't really go out of their way to keep recruiting those guys just to kind of, preserve the, uh, I don't know, the, w- the way things look. They don't want to take too many public L's that way. So, um, yeah, I, I think South Carolina is going to be, be the pick Sunday. And, uh, again, they're going to have to try to keep them, keep them in the class and, and hold on. I don't, I don't want to say hold on for dear life because I don't want to, you know, paint a picture of, of, of what it may not necessarily play out to be. But uh, given, <laughs> given some of the other players and – in this game, I, I think they're going to have to hold on as, as best they can, and, and I hope that, that he sticks with Carolina, uh, assuming that's where he, he announces on Sunday. Hill McGregor and TheBigSpur.com. Little Gregory is a player that's uh, in- interesting to me because he's, first of all, he's from Walton, um, home of G.A. Mangus and D.J. Smith. Uh, I think Jonathan. I, I'm not. I, I'm going to quit trying to remember things, Hale. <laughs> uh, I was lucky I could remember that. Uh, I was going to say Jonathan Dwyer, maybe. He was from that area. But anyway, so uh, he's from Walton, uh, 6'4", 220, but moved a linebacker from wide receiver. Seems to me like one of those late-blooming kids. Um, could he be a Jordan Strong type and move to edge? I, I, you know, I, I don't know, but uh, if he is 6'4", 220, and he was a receiver, now he's that big. Uh, and he's got, you know, another year. Uh, that's certainly intriguing. Um, you know, I, I think the Gamecocks are battling some other schools, but in relatively good shape. But, uh, you know, position-wise with him, I, I think he's a very interesting player. Yeah, I, 
that's another word. I, I don't know if that six four is is necessarily where he's at. He, he could be one of those six four, but actually six two guys. So at that point, is mm-hmm. he's probably not as appealing as as, as a defensive end edge type. But uh, I, I think he's sort of in that category again. Going back to what you guys were talking about yesterday on the show was he, he's in that next level of of prospects in the state of Georgia where he's not you know tier one. Georgia's going full bore after him, along with Alabama and, and the other top guys. He's like a, a notch below that. And while there's still a lot of really good teams that, that want him, that's those are the type of guys that, that South Carolina can really, you know, have have a really good shot at getting and and, and turn into good players. Uh, guys like a Jalen Kilgore or a Dontavious Braswell, sort of in that that uh, maybe a tier two for lack of a better phrase. Uh, so uh, again. It, South Carolina's hosted him a couple times already. He was in, in town in December for that that junior day slash bowl practice, whatever you want to call it, event that they had uh, on a Saturday before the team uh, took off for Christmas break and went down to Jacksonville. But, but a, a really intriguing guy as far as uh, what what he looks like on his highlights. I, I've watched his highlights fairly recently, and and um, still looks looks like a guy who, who's getting used to playing that linebacker position. But when he moves around and, and you see some of of, uh, of what maybe he could be, or, or try to try to see what maybe he could be, uh, he, he's an intriguing player who who would be a good get for Carolina if uh, that's a decision he makes. And his decision day, I want to say it's on Tuesday, is, is when he's scheduled next Tuesday. Um, so I, I, again, I think Carolina's in a good spot for him and. We'll see what happens when uh, when he makes that call. Hell, Amari Adams is a – I guess, look, I, I got a hard and fast rule. I don't like to talk about kids that are too young, but I guess we can talk about 2025 now since we've kind of – we're about to flip the calendar. Amari Adams from Lake City uh, looks to be kind of one of the next South Carolinian uh, defensive linemen in line. Uh your thoughts on where the Gamecocks stand at this early stage and uh, what kind of player can he become? Yeah, he's, he's really good. His, his dad's actually the basketball coach at Lake city. So he's played a lot of basketball growing up. So he's got Mm. pretty good athleticism and moves well. And is again, like you said, JC really young. So it's, it's, it's hard for me as, as well to try to get too too far ahead of myself and, and talking about those young guys, especially young defensive linemen. Um, but he he's got some tools and could be could be very good. I mean, he, there's a reason he's rated as high as he is by by 24/7 in those those very early rankings and ratings. Which again, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of those, but there's mm-hmm. there's a market for him and, and people want to see see numbers by these kids' names as soon as they're getting offers and, and kind of emerging on the onto the scene. So they're out there, but uh, I. I think it is, is a guy who, who South Carolina is another one who's in great great spot with. He's uh, pretty pretty much a local guy. I mean, he's obviously in Lake City. I think is is at Pageland Central. Um, this is where his dad was a coach before they moved over to Lake City. Oh, um, and in South Carolina's had him in a couple times. He came down for a camp camp in June, and that's when he got the offer. And he's been back for a few games this season. I think in the twenty twenty what. 2021 season he, he came down for a couple games um so he's very familiar with the staff and they're they're out 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 into the mix early and and 
gotten a good head start. Georgia, I believe, is offered, and well, I'm sure we'll we'll try to become a, a factor as this thing continues to move forward. But uh, but yeah, he's he's a really good good player, and and there's another guy who's coming in this weekend is from Charlotte, Charles House, defensive tackle who's who's really good. He's been down several times already, and uh, and I'm told from from what I'm hearing that 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 2025 recruiting cycle, not just with those two guys or in the Carolinas, but really across the entire country, apparently that 2025 defensive tackle cycle or class is, is really good. Uh, that it sounds like that could be a very deep position for that cycle. And, you know, maybe South Carolina doesn't have to go too far for their takes at that position, but uh, apparently there's going to be a lot of, or already are a lot of really good players, uh, defensive tackle who are, who are, just sophomores right now. Hell, I know you're going to be busy this weekend, my friend. Uh, hold down the fort. Uh, over or under on the game, got scoring 40 points in basketball for the entire game. <laughs> Jeez. Lord, I don't know. Over I, under 40 people in the in the CLA. <laughs> I think I think they'll probably. I'm gonna say I think there'll probably be a good amount of fans there just because there's going to be a, a football party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. it's a football party, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far as the basketball the goes, you yeah, take a picture know. with the Palmetto Bowl trophy. There you um, go. Hey, I want to go real quick. Go going back to uh, Phil, what you were asking about guys at, at this event last year, this Junior Day event last year. So there, they did two. There were two Junior Days they had last year. There was one uh, the weekend of like the fifteenth, and one like the weekend of the twenty first, twenty second, whatever this weekend is. Uh, so that first weekend, they had they had a bunch of guys: uh, Grayson Howard, Montague Rames, Sharif Denson, Jordan Hall, Keith Sampson, Caden Lee, Whit Weeks, Bakari Swain, who who we didn't know hold much of anything about. I, in fact, I'm looking at the story now. There's not even a link to his name, so he may not have even had a 24/7 profile uh, this time a year ago. Connor Cox, um, then some 2024 20, guys: Josiah Thompson, Cam Pringle. Uh, were a couple then that following weekend and I now now when I pull this story up and I, and I remember that following weekend is when when Jalen Kilgore's name first came in into the conversation because he didn't have a 24-7 profile he didn't he had like southeast Missouri State as an offer and Carolina offered him and I created his profile 24-7 and, and now we all love him but but that weekend they had Xavier McLeod, Marky Anderson and Mazio Bennett, Dylan Lonergan, Zachariah Owens, Xavier Hardy, TJ Searcy, Troy Ford, Colton mm. Hood, Bakari Swain, Heaven Brown Schuler, Trayon Webb, Jaden Robinson, some guys from Maryland, a couple guys from Virginia. So so yeah, it was it was kind of a, a double double weekend last year and and I, I would guess they'll probably try to get some more guys in next weekend, uh, that final weekend before the dead period kicks in for February. But but yeah, going back to what you're talking about, Phil. So I I, I would think out of these guys we're talking about coming in on Saturday, there will be at least, you know, a handful. I don't want to sit here and try to put a number on it and get yeah. people's hopes up, but uh, I think there will be at least a few who who we're talking about as, as what 2024 signees for South Carolina and maybe 2025 commitment signees uh, even further on down the road from there. Awesome. All right, hell, have fun this weekend, man. Appreciate you jumping on the show and. Uh, should be a, a pretty interesting weekend. I'll talk to you soon. All right, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Hale. All right. We're going to hit a break. Back after this, second hour of the show on a Friday. Rolls on. Hey, man. 
Are you sick and tired of your business computer guy? Yes, he takes forever to call me back and doesn't always respond to the requests. Yeah, same here. I'm paying him good money. I constantly have issues, and I'm worried he's not backing up my network and securing it properly. Oh, I feel that, man. My head hurts, but I have a good lead on a good idea. I'm calling your boy Matthew Odom today from Heritage Digital. Heritage Digital is an IT firm that specializes in making sure your IT network runs like a dream. If you have one or 500 employees, it doesn't matter. They do it all for one monthly fee and have clients from South Carolina all the way to California. Yeah, I heard that monthly fee's low too, so I don't know why I didn't even think of that. Uh, do you have 843-699-1001 as Matt's contact number? Yeah, man, I sure do that, or you can go to heritagedigital.com. Man, I hear they do a no-cost assessment. Boy, this will help me. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'm getting all that and encouraging everyone else to do the same. Heritage Digital, 843-699-1001 or heritagedigital.com, a proud sponsor of Inside the Gamecocks the show you can't handle the truth gamecock nation do you need a place to stay for the big game many hotel booking engines keep all the commissions but at fan plans you support inside the gamecocks still earn your hotel loyalty points and you receive an email with direct confirmation from the hotel whether you are visiting columbia to cheer on carolina or hitting the road to follow the team get in the stands with fan plans Yep, time to get back to the show. Shoot. All right, my man. Welcome in, everybody, to the Inside the Game Cox show. Sorry, I got distracted by an email. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, do something? Do I need to do something? Okay. (laughs) But show's brought to you by Express Sun Rooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call. Shoot him an email. It is, what is it, John B at expressunrooms.com. And phone number 803-446-4662. They'd be happy to talk to you about a potential backyard retreat, outdoor retreat for your backyard. Lovely. Sunroom edition, anything you need in the way of enclosing a porch or a patio. John would love to help you out. Tell me, mentioned it. That mentioned you heard it here. Get five hundred dollars off your first project. Stellar, stellar opening to this segment. Oh my goodness! I uh, <laughs> so look, proud. I, um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say yeah, yeah, and I'm I was speechless too because you got me thinking about the the, uh, the sunroom right because I looked at their Instagram page today. No, mm-hmm. there's some really nice stuff, dude. I mean, it's like. Yeah, I was uh, perusing their site the other day. I'm like, man, I can do some really nice things here. Yeah. By the way, yeah, it's nice. Shout out to Greg on Twitter. Um, and we put this on Instagram, too. He uh, he said, he made a meme out of our logo. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck on Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Congrats <laughs> on 100 episodes. Yeah, I saw that this morning. You're my Appreciated boy, Bloom. That. that was awesome. Yeah, that You're was my awesome. Boy, Bloom. But uh, yeah, so we're we're happy with uh, the shout out there for Greg and all the support Greg and all of you give us uh, right here. Don't forget, uh, we did launch inside the Gamecocks the store inside the Gamecocks the show page. I guess uh, it's it's inside the Gamecocks.com, Actually, I probably should just go simple and call it that. Uh, got the Dowell Loggins gear, got Find the Damn Way t-shirts, got the Carolina Rise stuff. 
Uh, all that still goes to the collective, uh, the Carolina Rise stuff, and a portion of the other stuff does too. Um, plus, we're going to have show highlights. We're going to highlight our sponsors. Uh, just another nice little landing page for you to consume content for us, show highlights, stuff like that. That's not the big announcement, though. <laughs> the big announcement's coming up. Could be more. I'm going to announce this is my real hair, and I've had it tucked under a hat for all this time. Uh, Brian <laughs> says, what did I miss? Uh, <laughs> it's other gamecocks.com. Uh, so anyway, Grady comes in talking about the VFW on Isla Palms' is oceanfront right next door to the Windjammer. Could be an epic wedding. I saw that from Graham. I'm trying Dude, to find that a... in the Nanosports chat box because I know exactly where that is, and that would be an awesome place to have a wedding. <laughs> Grady, that's a wonderful idea. Hey, honey! Nat! Nah, she can't hear me. Nah. Uh, anyway, 76 is JC and I function on the same red wave leak. Fun stuff. Can't remember names to save my life half the time. I used to be really, really good at it. Because um, I... Names are, you know, I'm pretty, I've always been pretty good with names, right? Because my mom uh, is, oh, oh, honey, we're going to get married at the VFW on the Isle of Palms in Charleston. I was telling about the VFW in Lockport, <laughs> but there, there's one at Isle of Palms right next to the Windjammer. Grady told us about it, and uh, I think that sounds promising. As long as they have a great menu like the one up here. Oh, my God. Chicken and chicken. And beef. Chicken and beef. Chicken and beef. So, Down here, you might get pork and chicken. Make it pork and chicken. We can still have Nana's uh, get it. So, yeah, that, uh, by yeah, the way, you always have Nana's yeah, get it. Great. For sure. Yeah. By the way, catch the latest episode of JC and Morgan. This week's episode is called <laughs> The Scrambler. I saw that. I haven't heard it yet. I'm interested. Y'all remember the scr- today well, it, was just such yeah. a, it was a crazy JC and Morgan because we. We start talking about Jim Harbaugh, which is crazy enough. Mm. And then we go into that uh, Jalen Rashada thing at Florida. And then we go back to Harbaugh. And then we go to, like, recruiting. It was just all oh, – it's kind of like a disjointed – of course, like, by the time we recorded it yesterday, I was on, like, hour number five of talking. Because <laughs> here's what happened. I got up yesterday. Got yeah, on I looked Gunner. on Twitter and saw you were on 107.5 earlier before the show what, even with Gunner. I, I, I do that like <laughs> six. All right, so so that, that's early, right? That's like for me, that's like six to seven. Uh, and, and then I had uh, uh, Tuscaloosa got bumped from normal Wednesday to to Thursday. So 730 was Tuscaloosa. Then I had to go do carpool. Then I jumped on with you. And Nat, Nat had a colonoscopy yesterday. Right. So I had to go mm-hmm. run around. Uh, I come back here and uh, Mike texts and he's like, you know, while we were doing the show, he's like, well, let's do it right after the show. And I was like, all right, let's fit it in. So it was like five straight hours. So my head was about to explode. <laughs> then on top of that, you know, if I hadn't eaten all day and, you know, I, I, I usually don't do that to myself and it's probably not good for my vertigo, but, you know, so we get there and Nat couldn't eat all day. So I was going to wait on her, right? I was being nice because uh, the colonoscopy. So I go get her from the hospital. The hospital lady tells me the wrong entrance. It's raining. It's cold. She's sitting out there in a wheelchair. The lady gives me a dirty look. I'm like, you're the one that told me. You can't. Come on. I'm from, I'm from the, make it, she made fun of my accent while I was on the phone. This guy, where is he from? Uh, and the dumbest part about it is, is like she's like, North or South Carolina? And I said, South Carolina. It's like, oh, I can tell South Carolina. How can you tell a North Carolina? I guess North Carolina people are more like, right, kind of up here. Kind of like right Appalachia a little bit, and us from the South, South Carolina is like a little bit more like, hey, how you doing? I don't know. 
I but, find uh, it hard to believe that her Midwestern ears would be attuned to the nuanced, you know, variations yeah, I mean, of Southern what <laughs> draw. Are you a boy? Yeah, you know, really? I can't tell. I, I can tell a good old East Tennessee boy every now and then because they're usually up here. They're usually, yeah. you know, kind of mm -hmm. East Tennessee. East Tennessee, how you doing? You know. But anyway, uh, so thanks, Grady, for the advice there, VFW on Isla Palms. That that may happen. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I used to not, I used to remember names great. And then now it's just like, cause my mom had a bad habit of going, oh yeah, Connie so-and-so for like, who in the hell is Connie? I don't know who that is. You know, like she would be telling a story like I was talking to Connie so-and-so the other day and she gave this advice. I'm like, who is she? Why is she qualified for this advice? Well, I mean, who, give me some background. <laughs> but man, I, I think since I moved up here, I just, cause everybody's named like John or Tim. Or Jack, John, damn, Jack, Bruce, Jack. Bruce, Mike, <laughs> Mike, Michael, <laughs> Ditka. Uh, so anyway, uh, Action says, what does everyone think about KJ Bolden and King Joseph Edwards? Bolden, I saw his top four, and he said they'll always be in the game for me. That was Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. <laughs> Uh, game pass are probably a long shot. That's one of those that'll probably visit, but you're used to it. Now, King Joseph Edwards is intriguing because I think Carolina's got a puncher's chance with him. I, I wouldn't pencil either one of them in, but puncher's chance. Uh, he said, what did Hale think? I'm sorry we got Hale off before that happened. Kamar Archie, the 2025 linebacker we just offered, looks like a beast. He's already been in the college weight room already. I'll have to check him out. I'm watching White's film right now. Hard to tell of his height, but he's a big dude. Pretty good athleticism for his size. He uses his long arms well on some of his tackles. Could be useful in getting hands in the passing lanes. Danas White. Yeah, it's 6'6", 310. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a big uh, That dude's going to be 335. I mean, that's a monster. Mm -hmm. Um, Brian says, got a question. Oh, we talked about this earlier, Brian. With our problems at linebacker and our trusted Tory and Gray, do we consider moving Emin Worry to LB? I was told it absolutely is not going to happen. Um, uh, KFC says, what about Troy Stevenson? This is another one of those things, kind of like Jordan Knox this year, hmm. where somebody somewhere likes the film and wants to take a flyer on rating him four stars. Uh, does not is not an, not, not an offer at Carolina right now. So... Whatever, <laughs> you know, and, and it's kind of funny because I think as big as offers Notre Dame. And so Notre Dame flipped that kid for Moeller in Cincinnati. Carolina had committed, which is expected. Uh, so is the Notre Dame offer carrying this guy to four stars? I don't know. Uh, I think he's got good film. I just think he's skinny as a rip. So, you know, Dupree says if you can get somebody that's part of the VFW chapter, it's pretty affordable. <laughs> VFW, yeah, Sonder missed the VFW part. He was just like talking smack. Yeah, Isle of Palms, whatever. You're going to pay out the nose. Oh, I missed the VFW part. Yeah, because you're talking draft beer. I mean, the VFW, like, everybody's like good old folks in there. Like, we got some yeah, some draft beer for you, you know? Well, you can probably uh, Sonder, smoke in there. You can... <laughs> you're smoking there? Give me the ashtray. All right, it's a smoking section, you know? Uh, Drew, though, that's a good... I mean, look, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I'm inviting Grady if uh, if this works out. 
Um, Sonner says, hadn't seen Christian, the UNC fan lately. I think he'll probably pop up before the game next year. Probably start talking. So he'll buy into the Drake May is the front runner odds wise for the Heisman Trophy next season. North Carolina's quarterback, best odds. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, he'll probably pop up and talk smack. He'll he'll get to that point where he'll he'll believe that they're not going to play soft. You know, yeah, you convince yourself right. of these over <laughs> the summer. You start convincing be yourself good. of things. Nah, this, yeah. is the year we, this is the year we turn it all around. You know, <laughs> I don't know. You know. Nat's Nat fiance chop said chimes in. She's like, just an FYI, JC sucks with names. He thought my name was Cat for about three months. <laughs> More like three weeks, but who's counting? Yeah. Uh, Action says, do you think Harbor could come in and be wide receiver two? I two? I don't know. Three? Probably. Maybe by the end of the year, too. Who who knows? Who knows? Uh, Craig says, I can shake someone's hand and they can tell me their name, and I can't repeat it two sentences later. So you got to repeat Nat, it right then, right back to them. <laughs> Nat chimes nice back in. I love you guys, so guys so. with yeah, the, yeah. the VFW talk. Have a nice oyster roast at the VFW and Nana's Porch would tailgate it. I mean, cater it, not tailgate it. I got tailgating on the brain. Nat clean the pipes. John says, finish the bear last night, JC. I loved it. The last scene really got me in the feels. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it was a good. My oldest is a chef, and of course he loved it and could commiserate with the insanity and anarchy. Yeah. I mean, you know, being a chef is a, my brother was a chef. So um, I appreciate that. John gives a big beef sandwich. Beef, beef sandwich. sandwich. Maybe it's a t-shirt so the store says beef sandwich. Beef. Or just go beef go. go. So the Jaguars will move here. We can start that. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicago. You, gotta, you, you can move it here, but you got to name it the beef. Beef. Yeah. Just go beef. The Chicago like, yeah, beef. Should we, we go <laughs> beef or bears? Beef or bears. <laughs> Beef or bears. Polish sausage. Billboards up on, you know, I-90. <laughs> Which are probably the most effective in the country for at least time exposed to a billboard. <laughs> oh, God. No doubt. <laughs> Nowadays, you got to avoid bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. Somebody got capped on the way to a White Sox game. I was like, wait, it's crazy. Jeez. Nah, it's like beef and sausage combo. But, um... Mm. Uh, anyway, back to Nick Harbor. You know that that's an intriguing, intriguing point there because he's so athletic and so good. I think you could te- coach him up and teach him, and he could. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, if he plays offense, he's going to play touchdown. All you got to do is you just got to get him the ball and you know open, and he's in the end zone. I mean, I think. now I don't know if he can catch a lick. <laughs> you know, uh, I have no idea. So I, I have no clue on that. Uh, 76 goes bears, beef, brats. Let's go. Uh, and 76 is like, Nat understands us. Uh, 76 is a bears fan. He he subscribes to the same double misery of being a Gamecock and a bears fan that I do. <laughs> this is a new thing for me too. It's kind of funny. I, I start started, uh, I settled all family business, right? Right. right. I start forgetting names. 
and subscribe to the misery of being a double uh, Gamecock bear. You've officially turned a corner and have begun moving on. Yes. <laughs> sad. Sad, oh, sad. All right, Phil, let's get the last break in. Uh, going to come back with um, a couple more topics of conversation. I'm going to go. Uh, I, I just noticed some things here on uh, on the Big Spur about the, the junior day and stuff I want to talk about. Uh, uh, I want to talk about Amari Adams a little bit, too, since I'm finally giving myself permission to talk about 2025. Uh, also going to talk a little on Jeffcoat, uh, just to kind of wrap things up. I didn't want to ask Hale about it because Hale's got the same information I do, you know, and it's just tough to really talk about right now. But I want to touch on that before we get out of here for the weekend. What's everybody doing this weekend? Everybody fired up to go get your picture taken at, uh, at the Palmetto Bowl trophy? That's awesome. And Clemson, Clemson got their national title trophy. You got a bylo to do that. Uh, that is true. They had it right I there in the Bilo on 123. More, more people at Bilo, not not necessarily for the Clemson thing, but with the, on a given day, is there more people on a Saturday in Bilo than in a Gamecock men's basketball game? <laughs> I'm not talking about tickets sold. I'm talking about people there. No. Yeah, people who attended. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't go by attendance numbers because that's including all season ticket holders who aren't showing up, obviously, because we can see that on TV. Because like, <laughs> the Notre Dame game, the Gator Bowl was going on at the same time. And Carolina played Eastern Michigan. Uh, of course, Eastern Michigan has a potential lottery pick on their team as well. And I was just – I didn't turn it on because I was watching the football game. But I wonder what that crowd was like, really. All of Gamecock Nation is watching. I mean, so who was there? Like 15 NBA scouts and staff? <laughs> Very well could have been more support personnel there than fans. <laughs> no. In some capacity or another, right? But the women yeah. doubled up uh, Mandy last night, so, you know. Hey, 96-48. We'll talk to Keith about Don Staley and, and, and uh, our guys. Who, who talks women's ball? Keith, David Cloninger sometimes. We need to get David back on. See yeah, we need doing. to get that David on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm probably watching a little uh, – boy, the, like, like I mentioned yesterday, you got the Eagles and Giants and Cowboys and Niners in the NFC. Woo, shoe buddy. Let's see if uh, Martina Navratilova and the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> uh, can, can – <laughs> Play the Chiefs. I saw a prediction of 31 to 30. I, man, I, I know the Jags are hot, but if they play the Chiefs within a point on Saturday, I, I, and then uh, Bengals and Bills, too. I, I've, I've thought this all year. I, thought, I think it's the Bills' year. Of course, when I came of age, the Bills were losing four yeah, straight right. Super Bowls. Right. So I'm kinda, I kind of feel bad for them. Plus, all the snow, they, they had to move one of their games to Detroit because of the snow. So, anyway, all right. Hmm. I ran my mouth over the potential break there, Phil. So let's get out of here, and we'll be right back to wrap it up. It's the show on a Friday. If you're looking to sell or buy multifamily property right here in South Carolina, the Burgesson team of Remax at the Lake can help you get to closing fast and easy. Adam and Derek Burgesson both are very proud Gamecocks and are more than happy to assist you with any of your commercial real estate needs all across the state. You can email Adam at aburgesson at remax.net. That's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at remax.net to get your next deal underway. The Burgesson team, proud sponsors of Inside the Gamecocks. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. What's up, Gamecock fans? This is Pitcher Noah Hall. 
If you want some delicious food for your event, I suggest visiting nanasporch.com today to find out what they all have to offer. It's really good southern cuisine based out of Charlotte, my hometown. I hope you guys go check it out. Go Cox and go Nanas. I've been expecting you, Mr. Powers. Sometime in the near future, there's a good chance I'll move back to my home area of the upstate of South Carolina. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's nobody I would use to help me find a new home except Cindy Bass Searfoss of Caldwell Banker Kane, located in my hometown of Spartanburg, Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a diehard Gamecock. 864-414-5271. Give Cindy a call. 864-414-5271. A proud sponsor of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Family vacations, a new car, a new boat, all cost money, but you don't necessarily have to make more to afford any of that if you can save cash that's flying out the window now. iHelp Consulting can help you finally get the kids to Disney World, upgrade the minivan, or drop that new boat in the water next summer. Let Daniel and iHelp Consulting consult with you. No fees, just savings. You pay them a percentage of those savings. Save on essential services, credit card fees, you name it. Let them find it. These folks are incredible. iHelpConsulting.com. How can I help you? Hey, Mo Kaba here from Carolina Gamecocks. You're listening to Inside the Gamecocks, the show with JC and Phil. Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody. Final segment of the week presented to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call, 803-446-4662 to potentially discuss an outdoor retreat for your backyard or a sunroom addition to your home. He'd be happy to talk to you about it. No obligation consultation. Give him a call, 803-446-4662. I don't know what I'm doing this weekend, Jay. I think we're going to go for a little ride in the mountains tomorrow. That's awesome. Be nice. Oh, yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. I got... uh, we have a username Ice Cold Cock now on the Big Spur. That's, that's they, they get more creative by the day. <laughs> Just notice that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, the 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 oldest kid has a robotics uh, competition. Um, I think we were talking about going to Top Golf. I don't know if that's going to happen. So. Oh, I'm glad uh, you said the kid. I got, we got a basketball game to go to, so it'll be a short ride in the mountains tomorrow. Short ride. In the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so continuing on this Nick Harbor thing, a recruiting coordinator said that Harbor doesn't always catch clean, but he only had one drop in the Under Armour practice. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Sonder says, I wonder if Harbor will keep enough weight off to run sub-10. You have to run sub-10.05 to even qualify for the trials, I believe. Obviously, Olympics is important. wonder how that plays out. See, if I were him, that would mean I would probably want to stay at, like, receiver. You know, or mm. play receiver. Uh, action says, JC, Chicago is cold. I'm in the boat with you uh, from Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> I've never been to Toledo. I was talking to Dad about it the other day. I've been to Columbus, Cincinnati several times. I've never been to Toledo, Akron, uh, Cleveland. Never been to that part of Ohio. I guess Toledo is more towards Cincinnati anyway, but I have not been that far north. Uh, Drew has a wedding tomorrow. I plan on being at PJ's all day Sunday. <laughs> That's it. You got to chill out, you know, sometimes, not, not, sometimes I just don't like to answer the phone on Sundays cause it's Sunday and I like to rest. Sometimes though, I too have had a wedding the day before and, uh, 
like to stay in my PJs. Usually after I've settled all family business, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> which can run long into the night. Which can run long into that's the night. That's a long night. <laughs> what did you do last night? I settled all family business. <laughs> we, you should do, we should like do it like about like our adventures in Spartanburg, like like J.C. Sherbert settles all family business and like somebody sitting in simple Simons and gets capped. That's right. Somebody entering the new way. So it's in the new way. Somebody's at uh, Papa's breakfast. Somebody's out of that Denny's on Revel Road, you know. There's a dramatic scene, you know, behind the scenes at the black box at USC. Yeah, dude. <laughs> settle all family business. Uh, JB says work right now is a struggle. Yeah, man. I'm wishing the best for the work. I'll pour one out. If I decide to settle all family business this weekend, I'll pour one out for the working man. How about that? Uh, Xavier says I'm going snowboarding this weekend. You guys want to join? He's up in the Pacific Northwest. It's be careful. Good snowboarding area. Uh, snowboarding area. Quantrell says he's a Whole Foods guy himself. Whole Foods is always hit or miss for me. I either love it. I hate it. Mm. The Whole Foods in Greenville was really nice. The one up here could <laughs> garbage. Trevor says RIP Bilo. Yeah. <laughs> 76 says we should have the Orange Bowl trophy there. It's ours. <laughs> Braveheart. It's my island. Yes, it's mine. <laughs> Quantrell's like, can't have money. Uh, <laughs> Brian says, I can't believe I already covered him award at linebacker. I thought I was first on the scene. But apparently that wasn't so far-fetched. Yeah, people are asking about it. They're speculating about it. I think it's time to... First and foremost, the thing is, too, okay, I don't I don't necessarily think that's the worst idea in the world. Um, I mean, he's a this, thumper. He'd be good, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. The, the staff, though, they're real hesitant. They don't move people around like some previous staffs here. They, they, they kind of stick to it. And, I mean... Throw Brian Thomas Jr. out there at edge, you know. If yeah, they have to. They don't. And nothing against Brian; he's gonna be a good player. But man, he, there was no like, let's move Bam Martin Scott. Nothing. It was just like, let's just do it with this guy. Whole Foods Pizza Bar is second to none. Saunders says, "Tim, good day, clowns. Good day, Jim from down under. Good day. To say, keep on cracking the ton yesterday. Keep up the great work, guys. Up the mighty cooks. Good night. Tim catches it at night down under." 76 roams, roams the aisles of Publix. Whole Foods tried me, but I was too poor for them. 76 doesn't buy everything from Whole Foods. It's impossible. Just some stuff. Ah, Craig says, how much are eggs right now? Whole chicken is cheaper than the eggs. Yeah, the rotisserie is. <laughs> if, I, if I were like a real idiot, I'd be why don't you get that bunny that does them Easter eggs? Yeah. Give me some eggs. What about bunny? Don't go buy bunny. The chicken <laughs> eggs are $5 a pound. How much are rabbit eggs? How much did the bunker, 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 make him out chocolate? Don't you crack that thing, fry me up an omelet? You can like it, Simple Simon, Bale. <laughs> uh, Quantrill says if he was the Bears, he'd trade, for field, trade fields and a second-round pick for Lamar Jackson. Interesting. Oh, I think you Lamar think Jackson that would get it, Quantrell? You think Panthers. Fields in a second for Lamar? I don't know. Mm. Saunders going to Top Golf tomorrow. Woohoo! Lucky you. Seventy six says he may take a shower. Uh, Drew says, "Is this a family planning kind of business?" 
They'll settle all the family business. Uh, uh, Stacy says a guy named Carl Reed on a national show says he sell, tells big time prospects not to sign national letters of intent. You shouldn't sign anything except financial aid papers. Do you agree? I know who he is. He is a colleague, I guess, of mine. Uh, let's say I have no comment because I've just seen some stuff that no comment. <laughs> uh, if he worked in another place, maybe I'd have some comments about it. But uh, yeah, I you know I don't agree with that at all. Now now look, I, and one of the reasons why Stacy is that. It's so easy to get out of a letter of intent nowadays. So if something goes wrong, um, that's number one. And number two, look, man, people that say that have never, I mean, if they've coached, they have they don't understand it. They don't understand the business. Uh, and I'm not saying this is Carl because, like I said, he's a colleague of mine. I don't know him. I've never met him. I've just read some stuff he said that I don't agree with. Some I do, you know. But, but how fair is that to the coaching staff, right? Like, like, let's say this Cormani McLean guy that, that ended up going with Dion, that, that that spurned Florida to go to Miami and then went with Dion to Colorado. Let's say he just puts it off, and they're lingering and lingering and lingering. You only have so many spots, and everybody's waiting. Three schools are waiting on him. They're whole. He's basically holding that spot hostage. And I'll tell you this right now, the guys that want to prolong the recruit, the longer, and he, here's why, here's why this is in the kid's best interest. Things like that are not in the kid's best interest, right? Because uh, the longer you prolong it, from what I've seen in 15, 20 years covering recruiting, those guys, when they really go keep going and going and going, they never turn out. We're running back named Bryce Brown, uh, his brother was an overrated linebacker that ended up actually doing more things than he did. But Bryce was legit. He was from Wichita, Kansas. Drug it out, drug it out, drug it out. Finally signed with Lane Kiffin in Tennessee. Didn't do all that much. Talented guy. But I think you get behind, and then if you hold on to the recruiting process, which is a bunch of fake garbage, right? Fake yeah. garbage. Because, like, I, I've, I've compared it many times. Uh, have you arrived – if you win – uh, you know, most likely to succeed out of high school. Have you arrived? If you hell, if you're the valedictorian, you've put in all the work. Do, do they just hand you a law degree? <laughs> if you're the valedictorian of your high school, oh crap, you've arrived here. Can you come argue this case in front of the Supreme Court, JC? <laughs> Absolutely. Give me a million dollars. I'm gonna go buy a Lamborghini. Um, but look, man, um, that's the thing is if the the longer you hold on to high school. And that's exactly what recruiting is. It's high school. High school superlatives. The worse your life's going to be, <laughs> in my opinion. And I'm not talking about Jadevi and Clowney waiting till his birthday on Valentine's Day to announce or anything like that. You know, there's some guys that wait a little while, but they don't let it linger and they take care of their business. But not signing a national, not signing a letter of intent, like not signing your marriage license. You just sit. Why? Why? Why are you even in the marriage? Because you're just sitting there waiting on. Something else to come along. I'm keeping my options open. Yeah, I, I, I think stuff like that's very misguided because, uh, and like I said, you know, the coaching staff. What I'm, what I start doing with all the once we get down the road to where 
80% of these guys that demand all this NIL money don't pan out and they're not, you know, and that's off the table. Uh, and, and people start to understand and wake up that, hey, and I saw the stupidest article the other day from a Miami writer who's holding on to clinging to hope. Like, yeah, you know, uh, you know Miami can, you know, they, they can, some of these guys, you know, you, you know, Georgia and Bama get all these guys and that's why they're great. It's not why they're great. It's not why they're great. Those guys are probably, most of them are rated that highly because George and Bama won't. Okay. Um, and he just went on and on, holding on for dear life. Totally misguided about it. What I'm going to start doing, once I figure all this out, that the, the, the hype has gotten too out of control and it directly impacts your development as a football player, I'm just going to start cutting people. I'm going to have a board. And uh, I'm on a board and I'm on guys I kind of keep warm that are kind of, you know, hanging out, maybe going to lower schools that are hungry and want to come play. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait till signing day on, on Mr. Five Star. If he wants to come, great. Start the D recruiting process immediately. Uh, and then I'm going to take that other guy who's maybe a three-star but's close in ability and up, upside, and I'm going to win games. All this all this yeah. stuff these days, NIL, um Recruiting rankings, the hype, the money, the portal, none of you know, becoming a farm team for another school, what people say, none of that has anything to do with winning. None. Uh, it would not surprise me. Now, it's tough because Florida State is supposed to be good, and I think we all, we all pull for Florida State, right, because of the, of the division they're in with that team, the team they're in the division with. It wouldn't surprise me to see South Carolina have a better season than Florida State and Southern Cal. And who else left? Oh, in Oregon. In Oregon. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Jared says, how will the Gamecocks fare tomorrow with Auburn? I hope they score 40 points. Uh, Quantrell says, Colorado has 42 commitments. When people say flipping the roster, I think that's a perfect example of it. Kind of excited to see what Dion does. He's going to have talent. Now, there's going to be some some issues, <laughs> you know, with NIL and stuff out there. But, man, I'd love to see him rebuild Colorado. Colorado used to be great. Mm-hmm. Used to be great. National uh, championship JC, background? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, pedigree, rather, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually says, J.C., do you think we'll ever get a five-star receiver out of high school? So one would have to come through South Carolina. I mean, some people had Shaq Rowland as a five. I wasn't quite ready to go there. Um, mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey probably could have made a case to be a five. Um, yeah, I don't think it matters. Um, just keep finding Debo's and juices and you'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) even at Clemson, uh, Mike Wells and Hunter Renfro were much better than, uh, Deion Kane and, uh, Ray Ray McLeod, even though I liked Ray Ray, I thought Deion was just sort of okay. Uh, but then, of course, T. Higgins was a five-star and was legit, right? Um, so I think what you want is you, you, you want guys like Bama had a few years ago, like Ohio State has now. That's not always star-rated-wise, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Alec Murdoch, K starts Friday. I'll be glued to it. Wow. What a mess that is. Uh, Just crazy. Or, wait a minute. Craigers says Monday. Um, 76 is guilty. Fry the dude. <clears throat> Give him the green mile chair. <laughs> so pulse. 
Is it okay if I give Mr. Jingle some of my cornbread? That's a sad movie. <laughs> you know, he died. <laughs> not only did he die, not only did yeah. Michael Clark Dun- Duncan die, he was married to Omarosa. No, that I did not know, really. Yeah. Omarosa. Mm. Action Jackson says, I have a reliable source that Marvin Harrison Jr.'s little brother in the eighth grade is almost better than him. Probably. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. So, so see, he's got to work just as hard as Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr.'s dad's in the NFL. You know, not like this. So these kids of NFL players, they won't, you know, you won't talk NIL there and spend a little extra. That's, mm. that's number one, they have the marketable value because they're a son of an NFL player on that side of it. Number two, those guys are normally either really awesome self-starters because their dads have told them to do that or their moms told them to do that. Or they're just awful, and they're not even in the mix for anything. So I think uh, Arch Manning's going to be the one to watch to see how that plays out because he's what the next big name to enter the fray, you know, from a, uh, he, from a, he, a yeah. dynastic family, let's call it, you know. And he he's the first guy I've ever seen ranked as the number one player in the country because of like what's between his ears. Yeah, because he's not physically overly talented, right? So oh man, we're out of time. Forgot about this. Uh, all right, so we'll be back next week. Don't forget, buy some gear, some stickers. I'm going to put some stickers up later. we got T-shirts, all that, on InsideTheGameCast.com. Uh, you can also buy Carolina Rise stuff there. That's awesome. Um, appreciate all of you that, that have uh, bought some so far today. I've been sitting here getting orders. That's good. Also, don't forget the big announcement. Big announcement uh, coming up about the show. It's been a great week, folks. Uh, right here. We'll be back Monday. Keith Alsep will uh, join us as normal to review recruiting weekend, to review basketball, we'll talk a little women's, all that good stuff, and our normal cast of characters next week. So for Phil Mullinax, it's J.C. Sherbert that's been inside the Gamecocks show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.